Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Okay, uh, Storm Purvis uh, is with us now. Lovely Storm Purvis who uh, is on our screens all the time and particularly uh, when it comes to netball. But you'll have an opinion on the coach's job, Storm. Good morning to you. Razor Robertson, eh? Was Razor your pick? Oh, absolutely. I'm a good Cantad girl, um, born and half raised down there. So I moved up to Auckland when I was like 10. So my first memories of rugby was going to Jade Stadium and getting the kids pack and the flag. And, um, you know, I've been super impressed with what Razor has done over the past how many bloody years. And um, I'm always waving his flag here in the Cargo's Wild office because um, I feel like I'm the lone crusader supporter. So, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm happy with that appointment. Absolutely. Can you remember what Jade Stadium was called before it was Jade Stadium? Oh, no. What year would have that been? Lan- no, no. Well, no. Lancaster Park. What I'm doing here is showing both our ages, right? I'm just showing both <laughs> our ages here. <laughs> right. Uh, okay, let's... Oh, let's oh, Storm Fevers, Lancaster Park. Right, let's look at the netball side of things, the ANZ Championship. And uh, here I am staring at the table, and the Northern Stars are atop the table. Uh, they've played uh, one more game than some of the sides, but did you see this coming? Um, do you know what? I, I didn't see it coming as in they would be up there alone at the top of the table, but I knew they would be there or thereabouts, and it was so funny. We talked about this on um, Centre Pass last night on Sense that the pre-season talk and the off-season talk was that it was all going to be the mystics and the tactics and look at their teams and, oh, yeah, the stars, well, they're the same. We don't need to worry about them. But that's the whole point. They are the same. They've had the same attacking lineup for a few years now. So... They're primed and they're polished and um, playing some amazing netball, and it's, it's great to see them up there because everyone kind of forgot about them. Mm, okay, Katrina Raw answered an SOS uh, from the Stars, much like yourself, uh, to take the court against her uh, old side, the Pulse. You think she'll continue to play? That she's got the bug slightly back. Oh, look, I don't know. She's she's as competitive as anyone I know, so I'm sure she would have loved being out there and probably thought, oh, yeah, this is what I've been missing. And if you watch the game, she didn't miss a beat. She played just like she used to, completely shut Tiana Maturo out of the game. Um, of course, her old teammate at the Pulse. Uh, but it was just a, an illness replacement for Ellie Timu, who I believe is likely to be back on deck this weekend. So unless there is um, injury or more illness Elsewhere, um, I, I'm not too sure. I don't have the inside word on that one, but uh, who knows? Maybe next year we'll see her pop up again. <laughs> Maybe we will. Uh, just by the by, um, someone uh, other than me wants to know if you've had a call this year to SOS like you did last year. <laughs> I actually was a bit peeved that Coach Kitty Wills didn't bother to call me and just went straight to, to <laughs> Katrina Rode, uh last <laughs> week. I thought, oh, on, surely I'm, I'm first cab off the ranks. But no, when you've got an ex-Silverthorn legend like that sitting um, sitting in the wing, then yeah, no, I, I can forgive Kitty Wills. No calls yet for me, and I'm hoping it stays that way. <laughs> okay, right, let's uh, get on to the other northern side, the northern mystics who sit just below the stars on the table. It's a bit of a northern dominance at the moment. 
Yeah, and look, it, it kind of tends to, at least for some stage of the season, be that way. Um, they're typically two teams that have strong, consistent lineups, and I talk about the stars attacking ends being the same for so many years. The whole Mystic 7 has been the same uh, for a few years now. So, look, they've got that firepower with Grayson Wickey and it goes shoot. They've got solid defenders who have been in and around the Silver Ferns for years now. And, um, yeah, it's always a good derby match, that, that one when they when they play against each other, and it makes it even better that it's a top-of-the-table clash. Uh, but obviously the Mystics in round three, just on Sunday night, uh, had a shock overtime loss to the Magic. So the Magic have done the Stars no favours here whatsoever. They're going to be hurting from that, and um, they will definitely want to put out a better show. Uh, and it's at their home home ground and, and the Trust Arena as well. So it'll be a good match, but I can't see the Mystics kind of tripping up two weeks in a row. We'll see. We'll see. Storm, what have you made of the tactics this year? Oh, look, I, I keep wanting to say they're going to get there. They're going to get there, you know? Like, they have recruited well. They've got a new attacking lineup um, with Aaliyah Dunn coming down from the Pulse, working alongside Tapia Selby Rickett. And I just think the kind of connections and the flow and attack are just not there yet but it's early days we're only three rounds in uh and they've, they've got the names and they've got the, the sort of star power to to be the team to beat this season um their defense i have uh, nothing bad to say about the defense events they have been flawless so far this season jane watson back from giving birth to her first child karen berger back to her best form after a wee injury and they've recruited Greer Sinclair in that wing defence position. And any time I watch the tactics play, my eyes are just glued, glued to that defensive circle. They're doing excellent work. It's just about that attacking and finding out, I guess, the style they want to play, their go-to game plans when things aren't going well for them. I feel like they don't have a, you know, a go-to just to settle things down a little bit. And, you know, Aaliyah Dunn, she's been at the Pulse for years, so it's going to take her a while to settle in. And it'll come. I have confidence that, that it'll come. But at the moment, mm-hmm. dare I say it, I have been mildly underwhelmed. Just mildly. <laughs> mildly underwhelmed, okay. Um, if you're underwhelmed with uh, the tactics, uh, bearing in mind that there are a lot of people's favourites, you might be a bit dismayed about your old team, the Southern Steel, what's happening down south there. It's so hard to talk about Smithy, and I hate that we have to talk about it every week because, um, yeah, what was it, a 17-goal loss? Uh, and the weekend just gone, a 34-goal loss to the Stars the week before and a couple of 20-goal losses. So they have had um, a horror start to the season. There's, there's no denying it. And unfortunately, most of that has come down to the loss of their start and port goal shoot, George Fisher. But we've got to stop talking about that. You know, like it, it's been and gone. That happened in the preseason. We need to focus on what they can do in the here and now to just um, make those deficits ever so slightly smaller. I'm not Super confident that they're going to get too many wins over the season this year, but it was great to see Xavier Tui back out on court over the weekend. Mm. She played a half in it goal shoot. Um, that girl is going to be a superstar, and she's coming back from knee uh, reconstruction, so I'm sure she'll get more minutes as the weeks go on. And once they solidify that attacking lineup, I think they will get better because they've got the they've got the same as the tactics they've got star power in there they've got Sammy Winders who's come down from the Magic Wangareo Selby Rickett their captain has been a southern stalwart forever and Kate Burley is incredible on defence and Kate Heffernan who's you know one of the yeah. informed silver ferns at the moment so if I think a promising sign from what we saw over the weekend with Xavier Tui and at goal shoot if she can play full games then yeah I don't think we're going to see too many more 34 goal blowouts 
I hope anyway, I hope. Storm, you, uh, two or three times uh, uh, in the interview so far you've said uh, talked about players coming back, which is cool because you're talking about experience coming back into the competition. But I just wonder about any newcomers you, you might have seen, any, anything that, that you might have thought, well, that's exciting. I, I, you know, I, that's a name I, I didn't really expect to be out there at the moment. Yeah, I think the biggest one for me this season has been Greer Sinclair and that wing defence for the tactics. Um, she was a player who was a training partner for the Stars, I think, for the past two years. And you might remember that name if you follow Netball because with COVID last season, she ended up filling in for four different franchises. So she made her debut for four different franchises last year uh, just because of the way COVID worked and the player pool that Netball New Zealand had set up. So Marianne Delaney-Hoshek thought... I like the look of this girl. I want to give her a chance to say, yep, you belong in this team. I'm going to give you a starting bib and show me what you can do with it. And she's just been incredible. Um, I wouldn't say the word or throw the word bolter out there just yet, given that it is a World Cup mm-hmm. year. But we're not super blessed in the wing defence position. A lot of them are being converted into centres or, or goal defenders. And I'd love to see her one day just really grab that wing bib for the Silver Ferns and make it her own because she's super athletic. Um, working really well alongside Jane Watson and Karen Berger. And, yeah, I've been really impressed with how she's come into the into the tactic side. Bearing in mind uh, the World Cup that you've just talked about, is, is it too early to, to look at uh, the Silver Ferns lineup? Do we still keep a, a pretty um, open mind about the whole thing? I mean, has anyone played themselves out or anyone confirmed themselves in? Oh, I don't know. I don't know if anyone's played themselves out just yet. Um, I know, for example, Sam Winders has been on the verge for the past couple of seasons um, with Dame Nolene under the helm and, and hasn't quite made it, but she's a great wing defender, but one of those players that I mentioned that's been pushed out to a new position and she's playing in at wing attack at the steel, and I just think that's doing her no favours at the moment. Um, Dame Nolene often talks about her spine of players and the players that you shouldn't even tell us who they are, but Pretty much she's, she's saying those players are coming, you know, whether they have terrible seasons or not. I need them in my team. And I'm thinking it's about four players. Um, you know, your Grace McKees, your Gina Cramptons, your Karen Burgers. I'd say that they've, you know, probably got their tickets booked secretly already. Um, but, you mm-hmm. know, there's probably one spot in the midcourt, one spot on the defence and one spot in the um, shooting circle that's up for grabs that I'd say isn't locked in yet and players definitely have the opportunity to play their way into the squad this season. So, you know, if if that's one thing to to kind of, you know, look forward to about this ANZ Premiership, it is knowing that it is one big trial for the World Cup. So players are playing for more than just their franchises in the glory at the moment. Right, let's uh, just uh, briefly, if we can, look forward to this weekend, please. Um, And uh, the magical, of course, on the back of... Uh, that mag- magnificent comeback win against the Mystics. Um, they head down south. Um, so that, uh, with confidence, I would imagine, makes the Steel's job even harder to break the drought. Oh, it does. It does. We were kind of looking towards this round uh, before that overtime thriller, thinking, yeah, great, Steel and Magic, that's going to be a good battle for both of them because, of course, before the weekend just gone, the Magic also had a couple of, well, a 20-goal loss. Uh, to the stars so they weren't looking too flash either and we were really looking forward to that match and I think it still will be close um, we talked about the steel woes but they did win the last quarter against the tactics by five which is a bit of a thrashing for a quarter 
So they're kind of riding a little bit of momentum from that game as well. Obviously, the Magic are coming in uh, with a lot of confidence and, you know, they've got more momentum, but I think it'll still be a good game. And it's at home at um, ILT Stadium Southland, the, the Fortress, and that always helps for the steal. So that'll still be a good game to watch. And, yeah, I just hope it's a close one. I hope it's a close one, Billy. It's a double-double uh, header for the Tactics and uh, the Magic this weekend. Uh, tactics uh, first up uh, against the Pulse on Sunday? Yeah, that'll be a good match too. Um, I think they're two teams that are probably quite evenly matched at the moment um, and two teams that will probably really feel like they want to put their foot down now. I think the Pulse are quite similar in the tactics is to what I was explaining before, that they just haven't quite found their groove yet with a new attacking lineup. So that'll be a game that they're both targeting to really show that um, they've made strides in the competition and I think that'll be a good battle. And the Northern Battle on uh, Sunday probably looks the match of the round. Yeah, well, that's the one I'm working at for Sky Sports, so I'm stoked to be their sideline, um, two of my old teams. But um, I most recently spent my time with the Stars, and I have a wee soft spot for them, so I, I'm really looking forward to that one. Top of the table clash, Northern Derby, it'll be great. OK, Storm, um, we'll leave it at that. Uh, uh, what have you got coming up uh, this week on The Crowd Goes Wild? What sort of drama are you going to unfold? Oh, I don't know about drama, although there will be a little bit of drama on the show tomorrow night. We're making a fake, uh, super opaque uh, rugby trailer, teasing the final. Ra Pormade, our, our producer, is pretty creative, and he's going to do a good job of that. So that'll be fun on Thursday night. Uh, we've got a wee profile piece on some Moana Pacifica players, and I'm sure there'll be plenty to discuss after Razor's appointment too. So, gee, rugby-centric this week, but that's just the way it is sometimes. <laughs> Good on you, Storm. Always great to chat to you. Um, love your personality and love love the work that you're doing. Uh, thanks very much for your time. Have a great day. I oh, appreciate it. Thanks, Lily. You too.